0: I'm Ray Coop.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: And this is Bent News. When you need to know...
1: Get bent.
0: Let's go to press. The Rolling Stones top of the stack this week, and the BBC believes that the Stones aren't going to make a big deal of their 60th anniversary. We will, a documentary, four parts, one hour each, on the way from the British Broadcasting
1: Corporation. It sounds like it's going to be interesting and the Stones deserve a docu-series celebrating 60 years of rock and rollin', but in four one-hour parts doesn't really make sense. It seems like they would need two or three seasons because of their long storied history.
0: And what about the other guys? What about Bill Wyman and Daryl
1: Jones and Brian Jones? I know. And what about all like their touring keyboardists and the touring saxophone player and some of those? What people? about
0: Billy Preston I and know. Nick Taylor?
1: Exactly. Don't be
0: a technician. <laughs> Just do as you're told and everything will be fine here at the BBC. Look <laughs> <laughs> for that this summer, wherever you get your BBC TV. Now, the next story is going to take a little longer to come to fruition. Just announced, Eddie Murphy is reportedly set to play the Atomic Dog, George Clinton, in a Parliament Funkadelic biopic.
1: I think Eddie Murphy is a funky human being and a super talented genius, and I think he will be great as an older George Clinton, but I hope they can find somebody who is younger and super funky as well to play the You're younger You're thinking George technically Clinton. I'm
0: thinking can Murphy get high enough to play George That's what I want
1: I the dude can do a lot remember his James Brown Hot Tub skit on Saturday sure. Night Live I mean the guy has some serious talent he might be able to pull it off there's no doubt about it I think he can pull it off as a character actor but a young George Clinton needs a young funky kid
0: he's pulling in katherine and john davis who worked with him on dolomite is my name so you know he's going for that period piece look oh yeah it's bent news on the Imbalance history of rock and roll here with the light
1: and lowdown marcus goldman It seems like your favorite punk rock, Cranky Curmudgeon, is throwing a temper tantrum over the Ah. new Sex Pistols compilation release called Pistol, because not only are they doing the series based on the Steve Jones memoir, they're releasing a 20-track compilation to go along with it, and of course... Being the uh, punk rocker that he is, he's disavowing it because they didn't listen to him enough in the making of the project. So how do you disavow it? it.
0: I'm not going to be part of it, but I will take the check.
1: Thank you very much. (laughs) Of course he'll take the check.
0: And the trailer for Pistol is out, and he may not be happy about that because he is portrayed as the predated punk rocker that he is. uh, What he says... We're going to kick this country awake if it kills us. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) But he did it, didn't he?
1: He did kick the country awake. (laughs) He
0: says, I don't want musicians. I want saboteurs,
1: assassins. (laughs) Was that him or was that Malcolm?
0: It says Johnny, and you can trust Danny Boyle who's behind this whole project.
1: I cannot wait to see it. Hitting
0: Hulu on May 31st. Marcus, most people really like a nice round number when it comes to anniversaries, whether it's your birthday or maybe the anniversary of a company your grandfather founded, stuff like that. In the case of rock bands, a 50th anniversary is large. And next year would be the 50th anniversary, of the beginning of the name Heart being used by the Sisters Wilson and ann wilson is asking nancy to put aside their differences to make an album that would come out in 2023 the 50th anniversary of them using that name
1: i really hope they can set their differences aside i know there was Something in one of the music mags that the whole thing between the sisters is completely overblown and not as bad as the media makes it out to be. So if that's the case, then that means hopefully there's hope for an album celebrating 50 years of this incredible band.
0: As they portrayed and discussed in interviews from their early days, they're the girls who sat and sang together in their room and smoked pot with their mom, right? They started playing as the Army, and then they were Hocus Pocus before becoming Whiteheart, and then just Heart, and that's the band that grew into a worldwide sensation in the 1970s. I hope they can get it worked out. Not many bands can make it to 50, even if you're not all the same people who started the band. And her new solo album, Ann Wilson's Fierce Bliss, out April 29th. Ozzy Osbourne in the news and his drummer on his last and next project, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, says that they almost landed Jimmy Page for a spot in this guitar-laden new solo album from the Blizzard of Oz. Wow, Jimmy Page? Did you catch the whole story on this? No, I didn't catch it. First things first, and I didn't know this until this week, Tony Iommi sent in some riffs and they're using them. So Ozzy and Tony will appear on this new album together for the first time ever outside of Black Sabbath. Whoa. Okay. What's Clapton known for?
1: Uh, his wah-wah.
0: There you go. Hey, Eric, can you solo this song and give us some wah-wah, please? Bam. Jeff Beck
1: on two songs? Hello? Two-thirds of that legendary Yardbirds guitar trio? Are you kidding me?
0: And they did try to get Jimmy, but he hasn't been returning phone calls about Sessions in quite some time, and I don't get it because I had heard that Paige wanted to play more. It would have been a great opportunity to have all of them together. And check out the rest of the lineup, Marcus. Metallic is Robert Trujillo, Pearl Jam's Mike McCready, and your buddy Josh Homme of the Queens of the Stone Age.
1: And don't forget Jersey Bone, Zach
0: Wild, too, dude. It's not an Aussie album these days without the Zach
1: attack. Ha <laughs> ha True.
0: Think about all those guitars together, and get ready for the new Aussie album coming soon from the Sue Me, Sue You, Sue Everybody department. The Black Crows are in the news, Marcus.
1: And that's a surprise to no one
0: in rock and roll. They fight like brothers, even though Steve didn't come from the same mother. But in this case, I think brother Steve is just saying, Hey, pay me what you owe me.
1: His claim is not unrealistic. It is not over the top. It's not for drawing attention or anything like that or a cash grab. He legitimately should be paid for what he's done, for what he's written and being a member of the black crows for so long he deserves the money that he is owed
0: over 30 years ago they formed the black crows partnership which was chris and rich and him and i guess they have a deal and they haven't been paying them for five years at least so let's get it settled gentlemen steve is still your brother Punk Rock Month continues here on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. Monday's release, wherever you get your podcasts or at imbalancehistory.com. A brand new episode as part of the 22 edition of Punk Rock Month featuring the band X.
1: I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Their music is so important in the evolution of punk rock. And the fact that they were able to fuse country and Americana and rockabilly a little bit into their sound and do it as well as they did. Pretty remarkable. I'm really stoked for you to hear about this band that had such a huge influence on music, 80s, 90s, moving forward.
0: And especially the West Coast punk rock scene. x Their story is next for Punk Rock Month 22. And that's going to do it for this edition of Bent News. I'm Ray Coob.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: When you need to know, Get
1: get bent.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.